Hey everybody, thanks for joining again today. Uh, sorry I'm a little later than usual, been a busy day today. But today we're going to look at Acts chapter 26, verses 24 through 32. That's Acts 26, 24 through 32. We ended the last session with Paul uh, finishing his defense, or at least waiting for Agrippa to respond to his defense thus far. So we will see uh, Agrippa's reaction uh, today. So let's read uh, 26, 24 through 32. Now, as he thus made his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are beside yourself. Much learning is driving you mad. But he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus, but speak the words of truth and reason. For the king before whom I also speak freely knows these things. For I am convinced that none of these things escapes his attention, since this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you do believe. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. Paul said, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me today might become both almost and altogether such as I am, except the chains. When he had said these things, the king stood up, as well as the governor, Bernice, and those who sat with them. And when they had gone aside, they talked among themselves, saying, This man is doing nothing deserving of death or chains. Agrippa said to Festus, This, might ha this man might have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. So here we are again. Paul has given another defense. He's given a lot of his background, a lot of why he is where he is. And, uh, but before Agrippa even has a chance to say a word, Festa shouts out that Paul has gone mad, that he's lost his mind, that he's gone crazy because he studies too much. And so Paul immediately responds back, I'm not mad, Festus, but speak words of truth and reason. I think that's kind of interesting right there, because remember one of the things we've seen all throughout Acts with Paul is Paul would go into synagogues, and what did he do in those synagogues? He reasoned with those who were in the synagogues. And here he's saying the same thing to Festus and Agrippa. I'm not crazy. I'm just speaking words of truth and reason, okay? Agrippa, he says, knows these things. Paul says, Agrippa knows these things. He's eloquent and well-known, has good knowledge of uh, Jewish law, Jewish background, Jewish customs, okay? He knows those things. These things don't escape Agrippa, the things that have been said and done. Why? Because he said they weren't hidden. These things weren't done in a corner. They were done right out front where everyone could see them. That's part of the problem. If he'd have tried to do them all uh, secretly, nobody would have known. Of course, nobody would have been saved, but they would have left him alone. But this was known on the corner. He wasn't afraid to speak the gospel wherever he was. Paul asked Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you believe the prophets. 
Remember, Agrippa knew again the Jewish customs. He knew what they had taught. Then Agrippa makes one of those famous statements. You almost, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. Much like what Felix said a few chapters back. Go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. Both of those responses are just excuses. Almost, well, when would it be almost time? Convenient time, when would they have a convenient time? They're both just excuses. Paul says to Agrippa, Paul, Agrippa, I wish that not only you, but everyone who hears these words would become not all, just almost, but altogether as well as I am, except for the chains. He didn't want them to be chained or imprisoned, but he wanted them to be where he was with their relationship with God. At this point, all those who had come to hear Paul get up, kind of go off to the side. First thing I thought it was almost like a sidebar type thing. They go off to the side and they talk among themselves. Notice their conclusion. Now, Paul has been in jail for quite some time now. Their conclusion is this man has done nothing deserving of death. Uh, now, that's not going to make the Jews happy that accused Paul, because that's why they brought him to the Romans in the first place. They weren't satisfied with just um, putting him to their own law. They wanted him dead. And the only ones that could do that were the Romans. In fact, Agrippa says, if Paul had not appealed to Caesar, he would have let him go. But he did appeal to Caesar. And next time we're going to see him board a ship and start heading for Rome to appear before Caesar. Thanks for being here. Hope you have a good day.